This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Three Kicks is up next, but first, listen to this other fine OPI show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You, Steve's most embarrassing moment? Why do you have to put it on me? You were embarrassed, too. I was. Yeah, more than once. Yes, I've been embarrassed on this podcast before. Not embarrassed enough to end this promo. Maybe embarrassed on this one. We'll talk about some of our life's most embarrassing moments on the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits podcast network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Back for pre-international week. Uh, here we are for another episode of Free Kicks. And you know what, Adam? We are uh, we are approaching our 100th episode. I know. I was thinking about that. That's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. It'd be before the end of this season, we'll have to have some sort of big celebration. We'll bring in the yeah. uh, the Adam and Rick dancers. <laughs> yeah, and there you go. Uh, we'll do some sort of a big uh, maybe a variety show. Maybe we'll That's go. Right. We'll take the show on the road somewhere. We'll do something, yeah. something huge. Yeah, or we could just do it virtually, like we've been doing it anyway. So there you go. <laughs> oh, and we can just talk about <laughs> soccer <laughs> and just do it exactly the same way. Exactly. We're no frills, aren't we? We really are. That's All right. True. Well, let's talk about what's going on uh, this week, and I believe we uh, we can actually say it this way. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? I'll tell you what's happening on the table. Leicester City, first place, sitting atop the table right now. They beat the Wolves 1-0. And uh, your thoughts about uh, this this team from the East Midlands? Yeah, it's uh, they've won three in a row, so doing doing okay. Um, it's interesting with the team. It's, it's, it's really Jamie Vardy's kind of keeping them together. I think they struggled when he wasn't in. Yeah. Um, scored the penalty kick, missed the penalty kick. Right. And... Uh, yeah, they just find ways to win. But they did the same thing last year. And my, my concern is, is it going to be the same again? Is it going to be one of those where they start off well, they're up there, and then at the end, they fade? So I'm a little concerned with that. But Well, you know, I, I look at that. You know, I've watched them a couple of times. And they yeah. got, I got to tell you, they don't really impress me. Um, and I look no. up, up and down the lineup. And they don't have a ton of stars. You know, they've lost some big players over the last few years, yeah. uh, including the guy that uh, is on your Chelsea team right now who's looking pretty good That's for right. Chelsea. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I I just don't know how they're doing it. To me, it looks a little bit smoke and mirror-y. I agree. I agree. I, and I think there's, I think that's a good way of putting it because I think you can say that about a few other teams as well because we're, we're still unsure as to what's going. Are they, are they really contenders or pretenders? You know, right. that's kind of how you look at it. So are these, are these teams that are going to be at the top of the table at the end of the year? Um, and I'm just not sure. I could probably, we could probably talk about a few of the others as well like that. But, 
you know, with Jamie Vardy, they're going to score goals. Um, right. I'm not sure what his total numbers of goals are, but he he's so consistent each year. But he's getting older. Each year he's getting older. He's in his mid thirties now. Yeah. So doesn't but, look it. So, no, he doesn't. He still he still runs hard, works hard. Um, but they did miss him, and I think that's when they dropped off a little bit when when he wasn't playing. Well, you know, his game is speed. Um, yeah. Yet he also, you know, he he's he's a pesky little guy. He scores a lot of little uh, cheap goals too. I mean, and he he's the kind of he's the kind of center forward you want on a team. Yes, yeah, he he's definitely that type of a player. He's going to get in behind. He's not the type of player that's going to create things. There was a player back in the day called Gary Lineker. I would oh, kind sure. Of compare yeah. compare him to him a little bit. And Gary Lineker is kind of the, the chief pundit on the BBC. Didn't he play at Leicester? And he did. You're yeah. right. He started his career at Leicester. So there's there's definitely some um, you know, resemblance in terms of his career. But Gary Lineker was the same type of player. He's not going to beat you one-on-one too much, but he's always in and around the box can score goals when you need them and uh does it does it well does it well is there anybody on that uh on that Leicester City lineup that uh jumps out at you as as a key player other than Jamie Vardy yeah I mean James Madison is a player that has been pretty consistent um you know over the last few years I think he had a little bit of an injury but he's the type of player that can create things score free kicks uh and, and do some things there but, uh, you know, other than that, you know, obviously, when you look at the team itself, no, again, like you mentioned, nobody sticks out. Um, right. And it's uh, they, they've had some good signing. Uh, Dennis Pratt is his name. He's come in. He's been able to create some things. Um, and then when you look at some of the other players that have kind of made an impact for him, you know, that they're all kind of lesser names, um, whether or not they're able to can do it. They've got a good goalkeeper in cash Casper Schmeichel, um, he's always going to keep you in the game. So um, yeah, it's it, there's nobody sticking out other than Vardy and Madison, and with Chil- Chilwell gone, um, I'll, I'll see how long this lasts. Right, that's, I guess that's going to be my thing. Okay, well let's talk about the game that we uh, recommended as the game of the week to watch last week, and that was yeah. that Man City Liverpool game. And and my brother uh, was up here for the weekend for my mom's birthday. He came over and we watched it uh, together. And that yeah. first half was unbelievable. It is. It was the most beautiful football you'll ever see. Yeah, it was great. It was back and forth, wasn't it? It, it was, was. It was really, really a good game. I think. What well, I don't know if it was the commentator who said this, or he talked about we should just get rid of the middle part of the field and just put two goals. And just kind of, <laughs> just kind of have shots. So it was like that. It was back and forth and back and forth. Now, I think they, the the players kind of paid for that in the second half because they were yeah. exhausted, and the second half wasn't that great. And, you know, I think one one draw was a fair result there. Um, and yeah. Kevin De Bruyne missed a penalty kick, and he didn't just miss it. He missed the whole goal. I know. That was surprising. And I think he was surprised with himself missing it as well. Um, that was that was a really good opportunity. I think I think I, I think we may have predicted a, a Man City win. I think you may have even predicted a Man City. I did, win yes. Well. Um, so we would have been right there if De Bruyne would have rolled yeah. his penalty in, you know. So uh, kind of tough, kind of a tough one to 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 miss. Yeah, and, and he he was so good on the day anyway. You can't really complain about how good he is because 
um, he he was probably arguably one of the better players on the field. Just it, it the was he was uh, able to create things. It was cheaters' proof, in my opinion, because uh, that shouldn't have been a penalty. And and I yeah. think we're really at a point with this handball rule, well, where um, you know, the players have no idea what to do. The defenders, I mean, they have no idea what to do. And you can listen to the commentators like Lee Dixon, who was a former defender himself. And the, the former defenders are like, you got to run. You have to run. You, I mean, try <laughs> yeah. running with your arms at your side. It's not possible. <laughs> you know? yeah. And that's kind exactly. of true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think this, we might be moving towards shirts without arms and we're just tucking them in. <laughs> right. And uh, we've got a brand new defender. You know, it might be the way to go. We That's actually kind of funny. That. <laughs> would make uh, the corner kicks a lot more interesting. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, exactly. You It'll can't be, uh... pull somebody down. You know that. W- actually, <laughs> actually, we may be onto something here. We I have tell to... you what, don't 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 release this. We're going to keep this under wraps. We don't want anybody listening to this to figure this out. We're just going to keep this. We're going to put a pattern on it. We'll get on it as soon as we're done uh-huh. with this. We just, Shirts with no arms for defenders only. Yeah, like a straight jacket or something. And they have those sleeves just flapping on the side of their bodies. Exactly. <laughs> we won't see any penalties again. I mean, we've seen a lot of penalties this year. We I mean, have. The, the amount of penalties because of these rules have been amazing. I think, right. I mean, Vardy had two. Yeah. Got one, missed one. De Bruyne, I mean, there's almost a penalty in every game now, it seems like. It's true. And it didn't used to be that way. No. Definitely. Well, let's let's talk about another team that is uh, kind of confusing this year, and that is Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. they lost three nothing to Villa, um, and uh, looked bad. Uh, you know, look, not only were they you know not playing well, the even bigger complaint I have about them is they are boring. <laughs> Yeah, it goes back to the old uh, the old teams of Arsenal many many years ago. George Graham, when he was the manager, they they went by they went by boring boring Arsenal because they would win all their games one nil. Yeah, and uh, that was kind of the that's kind of who they were. But you know, recently they haven't been like that. Obviously, they got a Bomiang in terms of the strike force, uh, but you know, he didn't even have a shot. I know in the game, so played a full 90 minutes and didn't even attempt to shot. So well, that, they're playing that him out on the something. wing. They're playing him out on the wing, you know, and, and they're not getting him the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it, it was, it was a really disappointing performance. Is it a one-off? We just don't know. It, this, this league has been very unpredictable in terms of the teams that are doing well. And, and obviously Arsenal and coming off a big win, you know, they yeah. just beat Man United at Man United. You would think, but just straight down the the toilet after this game. So they've got some work to do. So see how they recover from this. It'll be tough. But to give Villa credit, I mean, you know, we talked about them last week, you know, how bad they were. And we thought, man, they're going to just keep on spiraling down the the, the league. But they they rebounded, scored three goals. And and as much as I, I wasn't a big fan of Jack Relish at the beginning, He's ter- he's turning into a player. I think he's got a couple players around him now that are really making him look even better. And so, yeah. you know, I think he's going to be. I think he could be a really good, uh, consistent player for England on the national team as well as obviously for Aston Villa. 
And the one thing about Arsenal is you have to say they do have the best looking coach in the league. He is uh, he's dreamy and handsome. Um, and, you know, he, he looks like he's never had a hair out of place. Uh, I think when he even when he played, remember when he played, he always yeah, looked Miguel. like he always looked like he was in perfect, uh, you know, fully quaffed everything, not a not a uh, not a missing hair, uh, just everything exactly perfect. I think maybe yeah. he should spend a little less time on the manscaping and the uh, the metrosexual <laughs> look. And, and let's get let's get to work on this team and make him a little more interesting. That's yeah. my that's my uh, that's my statement for this week. That, that, that's fair. I mean, Mikel Arteta. I mean, he he, he looks like he's he doesn't sweat ever. Right. You know, he just <laughs> he's just he, he's always the same. Very you know that type of person. And when, he kind of played that way too. He just never was always in the same gear. Never had to run too fast, but was always able to keep up. And maybe that's it. Maybe it reflected his team a little bit. They never got into the next gear, certainly against Aston Villa, because they they, they struggled a bit. So yeah, we'll yeah. see how they rebound next week or two weeks from now. Okay, I have a couple of questions for you. First of all, I have audio. We have to play this. Yeah. And now explain that foreign tradition, please. Okay, we talk about uh, the English announcers, and you know I love them. They're they're excellent. They really give me. Uh, a fuller understanding of the game and I feel like I'm learning as I watch the game too um, I'm also learning about the English uh, idiosyncrasies uh, the little the little things that are just slightly different than they are here in America and Lee Dixon the announcer during the game uh, the the Liverpool game something happened and he said sent me for a cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> like what in the world did that mean yeah so i know we were talking about this before so i think it was probably relating to a player making a move some type of a dribbling or a 1v1 action player action to create the space needed for that player to get away and so the defender was completely dumbfounded unsure which way he was going and so that's where you get that expression sent for a cup of tea. So sent me for a cup of tea because I didn't know which way he was going. So I was gone. <laughs> okay. So because if you if you know, and obviously, you know, spending some time in England like you did, tea is a very, very important part yes, of the English <laughs> culture. I mean, my whole, your whole life revolves around tea. Right. And I'll kind of explain it. So you go out, so you're inside. So right now we're all in anyway. But when you do go out, when you come back in, the first thing you do is you make tea. Gotcha. That's 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 the that's the first thing. You just you're out. You come in tea. You wake <laughs> up tea. Um, it's an hour gone. Oh, I'll have a cup of tea. So it's constant. It's is it because it's to... always damp and cold outside <laughs> and raining? Doesn't doesn't matter. It huh? doesn't matter. I mean, it could be ninety degrees and, and English people are drinking tea. Really? I'll give you a funny story. Yeah, a funny story. So. At our wedding, my wife and I, so a whole family came over, all the English people. It's We're in St. Louis in August, with like 95 <laughs> degrees, maybe 100. And so, yeah, great time to get married. And so we got, when we did that, my, my aunt comes in, and she's, she walks in, she's sweating. She's like, oh, I could murder a cup of tea. <laughs> so, <laughs> and my, my, my wife, Laura, is like, 
heck? It's like 95, 100 degrees outside. Did you want a hot liquid? Exactly. So she couldn't get her head around that. And I, I, still do, I still do the same thing. So that's kind of a, a good English expression. I can murder a cup of tea. And that's what it is. You know, we, every game this weekend uh, had, you know, pouring rain. Just driving pouring rain. And uh, my brother and I were talking about it because, you know, yeah. we love England. We re- we really enjoyed it. We'd, I'd go there, you know, more if if yeah. we were allowed to leave the country right now, which we're not. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I just I just think it's a great place. It's just really interesting, except for the weather. And yeah. and we were having this discussion, and I, I, I suddenly had this epiphany that this is why the ELO song, Mr. Blue Sky, was such a big hit. Because, uh, you know, one day Jeff Lynn got up and the sun was out and it inspired yeah. him to write this fantastic song, Mr. Blue Sky. So that's that's my <laughs> I just went way off the deep end. But here we go. That's true. That's All true. right. One more thing that happened during this game that uh, I just did not understand. Arlo said that something was niggling. It was yeah. niggling. I'm, I'm not sure I'm familiar with that expression. So niggling is uh, an annoyance, a persistent annoyance. So I would probably say, and going back to who we were talking about early, Jamie Vardy, mm-hmm. he would be a niggling player because okay. he's a, a persistent annoyance to defenders because he's always at your feet, nipping at your ankles, always looking to try to score goals. So those are the types of players. So when you talk about a niggling or a persistent tackle you know, a niggling tackle, they kind of use that expression a few times where it's constantly I'm hitting people's ankles. It's painful and just really upsetting when you're playing. So okay. that's what they mean. All right. See, I'm, hopefully we're teaching some some important, valuable uh, tips here to our listeners. Sure. All right, we need to break, but we have a lot of stuff still coming up on this show. We're going to find out what's happening in Adam's office. We've got the... Uh, Guess the Premier League star. We'll find out Adam's TV tip. And all of that is coming up right after this. Hey, it's Tommy. And I'm Sam. And Kimmy. And on this week's episode of And Friends. We all get our rocks off with Keanu Reeves. Woo! And in a world where you can rent a movie theater for $100. Woo! What's on your bucket list? Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. This week on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we talked to a huge Hollywood star. He's been in such crazy hits like The Big Lebowski, Lost, Capote. But we're going to be talking to him and attorney Andrew Rosso about something a little bit different. We're going to be talking to Mark Pellegrino about his Guardian project. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we're back. Let's find out what's happening here locally. And now, the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news. Soccer news. With Coach Adam. Coach Adam. What's going on? Yeah, so we're kind of getting to the end of our registration process with our ODP program. Numbers have been great, so we're really excited about that. We actually start this weekend, so we'll be uh, on the pitch, so to speak, uh, with all the players. So um, I know some of the age groups are already sold out, so if people are still interested, um, they just need to contact uh, Ivan Rico at ODP at IllinoisYouthSoccer.org, so touch base with with him asap 
if there's uh, to see if there's even some options there for people that can uh, still jump in. But uh, I know it's getting pretty late now, so we want to try and make sure we got all our numbers and everything squared away. So we'll be in Rockford and in Schaumburg this weekend. So for all those age groups, 2003 all the way through to 2011. So that's exciting. And then we're kind of hitting up the uh, coaching end. So we just started our first D-license uh, last night at our first meeting. And then we'll be starting up another one at the end of the month, along with a, a, our C license as well, all virtually. So uh, if you want to find me, I'll be sitting in front of a computer talking to a bunch of virtual people. So, uh, so yeah, we'll be we'll be spending a lot of time on on Zoom and the big blue button and every other type of platform possible. So we'll be busy with that. And then I know in December we'll have a, a coaches meeting. Um, our coaches connection meeting so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that later on okay it's time for your favorite part of the show time now to guess the premier league star and i'm gonna warn you in advance oh great this is a hard one. Oh great even better it's a hard one and um uh however there is no uh there's no shakespeare involved this week there's no Charles Dickens. There's no uh, literary references of any kind. Okay. But there will be one political reference. Ooh. Yes. Interesting. All right. All right. So this uh, this week's Premier League star is a Premier League star is yeah. 23 years old. Mm, youngster. A youngster. His home country is not England. Okay. Right. His father is Flemish. His mother is Congolese, and he plays for the national team that finished third in the last World Cup. They beat England in that third place game. All right. So do you remember what team that was? It is Belgium. Okay. He has previously played in two other countries with Monaco and Anderlicht. Okay. This is his third season with his current team. And he has scored three goals in each of those three seasons from the midfield position. He plays for the team at the top of the table. All right. So, okay. So he's playing for Leicester. So that's interesting. And you, did you say he was a, a striker? I did not. Okay, you didn't give us a clue as to. What I said he he, he scored three goals in each of those seasons from his midfield position. Okay, so he's a midfielder. Gotcha. All right. He scored twice a few weeks ago against Leeds. Okay, so I'm thinking from Leicester. Um, is it Dennis Pratt? Would it be? I know we mentioned him a little bit earlier. Is it is right? not. His first name sounds Russian. But it's not spelled the same way as the Russian name. A former Russian leader named Andropov was named this. <laughs> His first name. Wow. Wow. You, this is a tough... You wasn't kidding when you... <laughs> this is a hard so, one. Uh, no, he's, just, he's a $40 million player. I'm a 40 million yeah. pound player. So he's... Well, I mean, he's yeah, a, I'm, I'm thinking the only other player is, is it Timothy Castagna? No, it is not. His last name begins with a color. Okay. Like, I know, uh, you know, uh, 
Another way of saying another way of saying his name, I'm replacing the color with a description of that color. Are you ready? <laughs> uh, his name would be Blue Greenaman. Oh, okay, okay. So, wow, you got. I'm trying to remember my Leicester players now. My goodness. So. So it's, I'm trying, I'm gone blank. I've gone blank. I really so, have. You, so yeah. on Dropoff's first name, it was Yuri. Yuri. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I always have trouble pronouncing it. It's Yuri Tillemans. Is that correct? It's Tillemans. Yes. Tillemans. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> That's the guy. Blue green. Wow. Get it? Teal. Blue green. Teal. Teal. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I that told you tough. it was hard. Yeah. That was not easy. That was yeah. not easy. Yeah, I was I was fighting to find that one for sure. Yeah, you know he is. You know he plays for the the Belgian national yeah. team. He's uh, you know he's a well known player. Uh, sure. I knew you were going to have trouble when I was trying to get you to name Leicester players earlier in the show, and his name yeah. didn't didn't come up. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> he's never going to get this one. <laughs> and and to be fair, like I said, I probably Leicester is one of those teams you don't follow as much. You know, right. I hate to say that it's yeah. not. They're not a high profile, and they they have gotten a few new players. But it's interesting when you look at their players. A lot of them are they have quite a few Belgian players. You've got Tielemans, you've got obviously um, Pratt as well, who's yeah. playing there as well. And so there's a few others, uh, Castagna as well. I know he's been injured a little bit, but yeah, there's there's some players that they've got through. But knowing where they play and, and how they deal with the team is always interesting. So. It is funny how they do come in batches from foreign countries. Like the Chelsea now has this group of Germans, right? Yes. Um, and we talked about the Wolves last week. They have all these Portuguese players. And it, and it makes sense if you think about it. Once you have one from another foreign country, if you, if you recruit in that same country, you can say, look, here's a – this is why it'll be easier for you because we have X, Y, and Z also here. And so you'll have a yeah. little community with our exactly. team. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You buy one, you normally get another one. Yeah. That's typically what happens. Yeah. All right. It's time for this uh, feature in the show. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. TV tip. All right. So it's another international break this week. So there's no Premier League games. Yeah. So yeah. what is there? We can't go a whole weekend without soccer, can we? No, definitely not. So we, what's really exciting for us in the USA is the national team is back. So we'll be able to watch our national team play some games. So we're excited about watching them. And Thursday will be an interesting match because they actually play against Wales in Wales. So it's Wales versus USA on Thursday. Um, and they also play again the following Monday against Panama, one of those traditional kind of South American countries that they normally will play. But that Wales-USA game will be a good one. Um, so I'm going to put down that as a t as the TV tip from an international standpoint. Okay. There's other good ones, Portugal, France, Belgium, England. There's a couple of good ones. But I think for us in America, we've got to see that national team and see how they do on Thursday. Any idea what uh, channel that's on? I believe it'll be on ESPN. Okay. Uh, could well be on Fox. I'll have to do a double check, but I'll make sure we post it on our Twitter account. Okay. But definitely want to catch that one. Uh, I know Wales is going through a little bit of a controversy. Their national team manager is sitting out a few games. I don't know if you heard about that. No. So Ryan, Ryan Giggs, yeah, some uh, 
some stuff, some extra stuff going on in his personal life. Ah. So, <laughs> so uh, he's sitting out a few games. Whether or not he's going to be back, I don't know. We'll okay. And do we know if any of the young American players are going to be playing? Like, uh, Polisic is hurt, I think. So yeah. He, um, I think there's yeah. I think there'll be a few players in. I think obviously you've got all the players that are in Europe that are playing so i think most of those guys should be in, in the squad i don't think you're going to get too too many mls players because of the fact they're kind of hitting the playoffs so i think it's primarily going to be a a squad of uh, european based players so great should have should have most of those guys so it should be a pretty pretty good good group of players and so we've got some great young players in geo reyna and uh, and sergeant and a whole whole list of them who are playing in the top levels of german leagues and and uh also the italian league and obviously the the english league as well yeah so that that's definitely something to look forward to yeah all right so uh we're going to take next week off then um and we'll be back in a couple of weeks but uh, be sure to tell a friend to listen to us on spotify you can go to wherever you find podcasts search for radio misfits Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again in two weeks with another episode of Free Kicks. This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? If you missed Losano or Losano and friends, here's what you missed. I thought we got over our fight from last week. We had a little tiff that was (laughs) going on. Are you still angry with me? I hope not because we're supposed to do something tonight. Oh, we are supposed to do something tonight. (laughs) Oh, we are. Oh, we have you. No, we're going to. We are going to. What right. great teller are you I'm guys all going yours. to do Tony, tonight? I'm all yours. Okay. Wow. Well, all right. Uh, that's on the record. You know. get that in writing. Yeah. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to tell them what? I, how I asked you? Do you remember what I said? <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he was like, it's not going to include Star Wars or sex, but hopefully it'll still be just as fun. It was probably the best text yeah. Yeah. I've ever received. Ooh. Radio Misfits. Get more Lozano and friends. Losano. Now on Losano.com. Good luck trying to spell Losano or whatever the f- it's called. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, continues his visit as we talk about modern classics. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and our man in the field for this very special episode of the Car Guys Report a Tony Lasano podcast at Opie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You know, I was uh, telling my kids the other day that uh, I never thought the 90s had a look, but if you look at pictures of ourselves, 
Oh boy, the 90s really does have a look, doesn't it? If I would have known what was going to happen to my hair, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone through the mullet years. Is that your final haircut was the mullet? Yeah, well, the comb over, is that a haircut? That counts? Yeah, all right. Well, then no. But okay, that's good. It was the last official one. Did you ever have the the mullet in the back and the bald on top at the same time? No, no. You mean the Joe Dirt? Yeah, no, that, I never, that I never went been, Joe Dirt. That would have been a great look. Listen to <laughs> Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, Amazon, or wherever you find podcast just search for radio misfits